This is the Mindful Bipolar Podcast. My name is Damien. Thank you for listening. And thanks to everyone who reached out to me to see how I was doing because I haven't uh, recorded an episode in, uh, I guess, about three weeks. Um, I appreciate, you know, I do appreciate people reaching out. Not about, you know in any way reaching out to me, not just about how I'm doing, but, you know, what's going on with you, especially in, in your life and with your bipolar disorder and questions that you have. Um, I have been, I was in, uh, I guess a mild depression, a mild to bad depression, uh, probably the, the most depressed I've felt in um about three years it lasted for about a month i started feeling better uh, a few days ago today markedly better um and the depression i think for the first time for me was was uh you know it was mostly about irritability i was so super irritable and upset about everything, every little damn thing was bothering me. And, you know, my girlfriend definitely felt the wrath of that. My mother also, um, I, you know, and just even just driving around, I was, uh, everyone, if they, you know, weren't turning fast enough or weren't driving fast enough or, or stopped at a, a stop sign too long, it was just, <laughs> or even if it wasn't too long, everything, everything was bothering me way more than it should have, or for, you know, for any reason, I just, uh, you know, I was, um, and I had a hard time doing anything, I didn't uh, record a podcast, I wrote only one post for my mindfulbipolar.com blog, I was laying around, um, watching way too much TV, more TV than I normally watch by far, um, and I, you know, I, I, I had to, I had to push myself to do things, really push myself, um, to exercise, and some days to meditate, and to eat, I was eating way less too. I, geez, I, I, I lost, I think another seven or eight pounds. Um, and I was, so for a, a few of those days, I, I, I drank a lot, you know, a lot of alcohol way more again than I normally have been. And, you know, it's, it would make me feel good, I guess, at first. Like, I would feel calmer and relaxed and happier, but eventually, you know, an hour or two or... Especially the next day, it was, I did not feel any better at all. And I was upset with myself that I wasn't uh, getting better and feeling less depressed and 
getting closer to my baseline. So I called my doc and told him I needed to see him as, as soon as possible before my next appointment, which was uh, a few weeks off. And thankfully, he was able to see me in a couple days after I called. And uh, he raised my gabapentin, and he told me to take more trazodone. So uh, my gabapentin went from 4 to 800, and then my trazodone from 75 milligrams to 150. The trazodone to sleep, because I wasn't, even though I was depressed, I, I was still not sleeping very well. I mean, I was laying in bed. And just my mind was, I was ruminating on things and, you know, thinking about stuff from my past and even, like, recent things. And, uh, you know, I just, I knew I wasn't in a good place. Um, but I did, uh, so, and the other, the other uh, med uh, my doc starred me on when I just saw him was hydroxazine, and that is for anxiety. It's non-addictive. I used to take Clonopin and Xanax um, for anxiety, and I was addicted to those pills. And so no more of those addictive pills. And the hydroxazine, you know, it, uh, it was recommended to me, or it was mentioned to me by a friend of mine, and... She said that it it helps her with her anxiety, so I mentioned it to my doc and told him that maybe it would be good for me to take because I was feeling anxious. So I started taking the hydroxazine, and it it definitely has made me feel calmer and and more at peace with myself. I think it it helped me with my irritability and help me in my relationships with my girlfriend and with my mother, who can be difficult at times to be around. And also, I, I think with my, my children, I, I, I don't want to get them involved at all. And when I speak to them or text them, I don't normally tell them anything about what's going on with me. But I do want to be there for them and listen to them, and respond to them, and, you know, say things in a in an intelligent manner, and I think that has helped me maintain, you know, the good relationships I've had with my daughters. Uh, you know, now that I'm, you know, feeling better last few days, I'm thinking to myself, well, do I need to take the hydroxazine anymore? I don't know. I mean, I don't feel as irritable and I don't feel as anxious. But my plan is to not stop taking it right away. I will probably continue taking it uh, for at least a few more days. Uh, I haven't taken one of those pills yet today. But, you know, and uh, geez, with my girlfriend, I just, I was arguing with her about everything and I was upset with her about everything and and one of the one of the days I was with her, uh, I I started yelling. I flipped out on her her seventeen year old son, 
and was yelling and cursing at him, and really for no reason at all, because he's not involved in my relationship with his mother. But, you know, he was... He was taking her side. He loves her. It's his mom. I don't blame him. You know, I was I was being a, an asshole and and cranky and and super irritable. Uh, I did apologize to him not long after it happened a couple times, and um, you know I think we're both moving forward. I mean, he, her son said to me, I know you're bipolar, Damien, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm bipolar. And I, I don't want to always blame everything, all the bad things or uh, difficult things in my life on my bipolar disorder. But I have a tendency to do that, whether or not it's true. So I, I have been trying to breathe more to be in the moment more, to not respond as quickly or or react as quickly to things as I had been because I was overreacting to every little thing and it was not good. You know, I think the, the med changes helped. My sleep has improved. But just that realization that I need to, to stay calm and to breathe... And, you know, the meditation helps me. And exercise, too. I mean, uh, I'm back to my normal exercise schedule, you know, for the past few days. And I feel a lot better. I have more energy. And I haven't been feeling as depressed or irritable. Uh, you may have noticed that I have a, a new logo, a new artwork for the podcast, uh, the Mindful Bipolar podcast. It was done uh, by someone who has been in touch with me, who listens to the podcast and who reads my mindfulbipolar.com blog posts. And the emails with this woman, Alay, I think uh, they've helped me as much as they've helped her because I feel like, you know, I have been I have been helping someone else with their problems and with what they're going through and, uh, you know, with her doctor appointments and um, her therapist and, 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 and other things. I mean, she's uh, a teenager and, uh, you know, just going through a lot and for the first time, really, and you know, I've been trying to help her, and I believe I have. And uh, it was very, very nice of her to design the artwork for me. I really, really appreciated it, and I think it looks great. I think it uh, is a good representation for my podcast, and I thank her very much. So, yeah, I've mentioned the the mindfulbipolar.com uh, blog. And I've been writing that um, for several months, I don't know, eight or nine months. I, I mean, at first I was, I was posting about every week. Now it's dropped off a little bit. But if you haven't checked it out, uh, I think some of the posts are, you know, I think the posts can be very helpful 
to you if you're going through certain situations and dealing with bipolar difficulties? I talk a lot about my life, what I've been through, and what I've done to get me on this path of ongoing recovery. And even though you know I've I fell into that depression for a few weeks, I I do I am still on that ongoing recovery path. Um, you know, and I, I feel confident that I can maintain a, a good uh, stability of moods if I keep doing all these things that I've been doing that have kept me in that ongoing recovery. Um, you know, one of the questions someone asked me via email was that, uh, we, we've been talking about support systems, how important they are, you know, whether it's doctors or therapists or a good friend who listens and, and responds and tells you, you know, good things. The person said that they find it really difficult to stop isolating myself from people when I'm depressed. It would be great to get tips about that. I I have that problem too when I when I get depressed. I definitely isolate myself. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to do anything. You know, but again, pushing myself. You know, I hadn't been to my girlfriend's house in a little while, but one day I went out there and stayed and it was it was nice. I'm like, oh wow, I, I can really do it even though I'm feeling depressed. I could spend time with my best friend and talk to her and, and be in her life and and have a, a have good conversations and have a good time together. Um and I also think just you know, making phone calls when you want to isolate yourself and reaching out to someone, talking to someone is definitely helpful. You know, you don't want to be in your head all day and all the the, the shit and all the, the bad thoughts that ruminate and go round and round and round. Um, you know, having someone you can talk to, even if it, even if it's by phone, is definitely helpful. You know, and the goals I've been setting, I have rarely reached lately, but, you know, a few things I didn't think I would be able to do because I was feeling depressed, you know, I was able to do. Both of them involved phone calls I had to make that lasted over an hour, both of them, but I got them done. I did it, and I was so happy, but I had to push myself to do it. You know, and I I didn't think I would be able to, but, you know, I, I felt more confident about myself and my abilities when I was able to do those two little things. And, you know, both of those accomplishments helped me with my depression and my irritability and, and feeling better. So, you know, if anyone, you know, has any ideas of, or any thoughts about good ways to not isolate yourself when you're depressed, uh, please reach out to me. Email is 6six.steelstrings at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can talk about that 
in one of the upcoming episodes. So, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to move out of this hole, you know, this emotional and mood abyss I've been in. Uh, I, I'm definitely not 100% better, but so much better than I was a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, I, I have to, uh, you know, eat on a better schedule and continue to exercise and meditate. You know, reading books is also, I think, very, very helpful because when I'm reading a good book and I'm into it, I'm involved with it and I'm enjoying it, I'm, I'm not really in my head and, and all those thoughts, I'm into the, the book and the characters. I mean, most of the books I read are nonfiction, but still, like you, you're not uh, really isolating yourself when you're reading because you're involved in the story, and with and with the person who wrote the book and what's going on. So reading, you know, I think, helps. You know, you don't want to isolate when you're depressed. You know, seeing your doc, don't let depressions linger when you're feeling down. You know that it's depression. You know, definitely call your doc or schedule an appointment to see your therapist if you don't see her or him uh, in too soon of a time. You know, just, you know, do things that you know will be helpful, you know, eventually, even if at the time they seem very difficult or not that you're not able to do them. And you know, another thing uh, for me when I get depressed, I I start thinking about how <laughs> how difficult it is to be a live away father. My children I haven't lived with them, you know, for many, many years. So they're really not in my immediate life. I don't see them as much as I'd like to. I don't even talk to them as much as I would like to, but still, you know, I have been in regular communication with them, and that has also helped me a great deal. So, you know, just feel very fortunate if you, you know, have children around or loved ones around, meaning like in your life, in your house that you live with or see they live close by, you know, take advantage of those opportunities to be with ones that you love and to communicate with them and, you know, you feel, you will feel better, I am sure, with yourself and your life that you are in that contact with those loved ones. So I, uh, I still have plans to have a few guests on my show that have reached out to me that I am in contact with. I've been talking to them about doing this for several weeks and I have not yet done that but that is that is on the docket for me to do to have people on the show that I can talk to and you can listen to that those conversations and hopefully I'm sure they will be helpful you know there's a lot of stuff I would like to talk to these folks about and you know to discuss so I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, 
hopefully sometime soon. So I hope everyone out there is doing well and you are all taking care of yourself and, you know, taking your meds as prescribed and seeing your docs and therapists and talking to the ones that you love on a regular basis and, you know, not isolating yourself and, you know, being out there in the world and living your life the best way that you can. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all have a great day, a great weekend, and I will, I will be back soon. Thanks again.